listener. Welcome back to Serendipity City and happy Halloween month. I've got some housekeeping notes for you, so if you want to jump straight into the recap, you can skip ahead a little bit. First off, we got mentioned on Polygon. It was really awesome and massive, massive thanks to Will Williams for the shout out. She's an amazing podcast reviewer, and if you aren't already following her, you should be. Anyways, if you found us through that article and this is your very first episode that you're listening to, you're going to be extremely confused. I would suggest that you go back and start with the world and character building episodes if you're super into world building processes or with Get In Losers, we're going snooping if you want to jump right into the story. There's a more detailed new listener guide up on the site at serendipitypod.com if you want to check that out. Second off, if you are a regular listener, I'm sure you've noticed that our publishing schedule has been a little wonky as of late. I've had a lot of really big life shakeups in the last two months, mostly for the better, but it's just been a little bit of a wild ride over here in between that and then travel and birthdays and things should be evening out soon. But I'm going to give you a heads up right now that the next episode might also be three weeks out instead of two. We're having some difficulties setting up recording for some of the season finale because of a sick cast member and just like general scheduling difficulties. I will keep you posted as best I can on social media, and I really appreciate your patience with the scheduling wackiness. This is like a labor of love for everyone involved, so sometimes these things happen, but we try really hard to stay on a regular schedule for y'all. So we very much appreciate your patience. Third, I wanted to remind you that if you haven't checked out the International Podcast Month episodes, this is a great time to do it. Tests of I Am Here, which is a podcast that interviews RPG podcasters, ran IPM for the entire month of September, and there were a lot of great episodes, both audio drama minisodes and RPG one-shots, featuring a diverse slice of the podcasting community. I am in episode number 13, playing Dungeon World, and in number 34, playing Formative, but all of them are worth listening to. I'm still catching up. There's so much good stuff that came out on the feed last month, so if you're into RPGs but you don't want to pick up a whole new actual play podcast because of the time commitment, then definitely check out those one shots. Last but not least, I wanted to mention that we did hit our first Patreon goal recently and we are only $21 from hitting our next one. So once our cast and crew is all in good health, we will be recording that fiasco one shot, which will be going out to patrons first, but it will also hit the main feed eventually, probably between season one and season two. You can find more information about the Patreon in the show notes if you want to check that out. With all of that out of the way, let's get into the recap. This week, we pick up where we left off with Iroh, Fancy, and Fox updating each other on their adventures in Iroh's truck. After being contacted by Melody, a young human, about her missing girlfriend, they had investigated Melody and Rachel's home and then gone to interview Rachel's family, who just happened to be prominent, politically connected shapeshifters. Fox was working his wiles on one of their maids, attempting to turn her into a double agent, but after Rachel's mother realized that Fox had previously done a hit on a werewolf crew, they were rushed out of the home. Without further ado, let's get into it. All right, what'd you find? I've got us a spy. Oh, what? When did this happen? When I was in the bathroom. I mean, I wasn't in (laughs) the bathroom. You a spy in the bathroom? It was... On the way there, the maid, she's willing to give us some information. All right. Did she give you anything useful as of now? Uh, she explained the family more. <laughs> let's let's back up real quick. Did did Rachel come here? No. No. And you're sure? That's no. That's what the mother said. <laughs> and when I touched her, she seemed really concerned. Then you as, Mainly that I touched be. her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But she seemed to be telling the truth. Okay. A, a few names had popped up, some rival shifters and things that may want to hurt their family, but she more was concerned with a man named Felix. Now, y'all ran out of there real quickly. What, what happened? I, I may have done a, a oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> I, like in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> um, She seemed really upset when I gave her Fox's card. I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> Does Fox know why? Or is Fox like, man, I forgot I have about apparently that. His behavior done thus far something. would suggest that he does not. <laughs> I have apparently done something that I am not aware of. Well, we've and all maybe been there. should not come back to this part of town. <laughs> all right. Maybe not. <laughs> well, that's no good. That was our only, that was our only lead. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, right. I, uh, I've now got the maid. I mean, I don't have the maid. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just spit. <laughs> That's why the pop filter is there. Right, right. The maid's mind. locked in the bathroom. That'll be real helpful. 
Look, let's let's go back to the bar and see if they they've got any idea where she might have gone first before she went home. All right, so you back to the anarchist bar, right? Yep. Okay. As you are on your way over to the anarchist bar, you notice that since you're driving, uh-huh. let's roll a two d six plus mind because I want to see if you would notice this. Is this a time the foretellings comes in? <laughs> uh, I got a, Well, I got an eleven. Okay. So you notice that you are being followed. There is a very nice car, like as nice as Fox's car. Not and not you don't pick it up immediately after the shapeshifter, like after as you're leaving the shapeshifter neighborhood, but probably halfway between the shapeshifter neighborhood and the bar because it's, you know, it's in very different parts of this um, magical part of town you notice that you have a tail that there is a car that is staying like one to two blocks back most of the time but there are it's it's definitely following you Iroh uh, without saying anything looks for an alley that he can pull down um, something that's at least like a city block wide or something like that that's only going to be that only has entrances and exits on the alley on the street ends of the alley that is yeah so um, you yeah, there's there's something there's an opportunity to turn down an alley like within the next block or two okay. after you notice them. Um, once once he finds one, he's gonna find it and turn down that way, and then halfway down, stop the truck. Okay, and what are you guys? Do you say anything to them? Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm just do like, you, do are we taking an alternate route here? Stay in the car. Do you? Do you? <laughs> do you want to? Um, Does use, that trigger a vision? <laughs> like, use fuck. your foretellings. Yeah, uh, let's use that. Yes. So you tell me what you think, and we will modify as needed. I think the shapeshifters, uh, like the, the maid, have made send some of their people out to follow us and kind of keep an eye out to look for Rachel or Felix, who's the head guy, one of his guys on the porch. Head wolf. Head wolf. <laughs> Sense spies. You know, the guy had given a head and said, "Hey, hi, tell these people there's a reason they're strangers in the neighborhood," kind of thing. Okay, let me think on that, because that is not the same as what I was thinking. Let's actually, let's just have you save that, and you can use it at a different point, because that makes more sense. Do you have any other moves that work? Or actually, I guess Iroh is just going to get well, out of the Well, I have car. two, so I could use it for this scene and then another scene. Yeah, I'm not... And you just tell me what I see. Yeah. Yeah, well, why, don't you, why don't you dictate? Yes, okay, so if you... As you know, when Iroh says stay in the car and starts to get out of the car, you are like struck by a vision. And, and I see- immediately grab like the back of his shirt. <laughs> I thought you were going to say grab the back of his fanny pack. <laughs> and- well, that'd be under his duster. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't touch there. <laughs> so- no, no one does. <laughs> oh, 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 no, it's fine. <laughs> Iroh's got other priorities. So, um,. Oh my god. So you are struck with the vision uh, and what you see like the next like 15 to 30 minutes play out. Probably not even 30 minutes actually because um, fights always take way less time than you think. Um, What happens is that three Faye get out of the car behind you who all have icy blue like white blue eyes and they all also have shaved heads and they get out of the car. One of them is a magic user and the other two are also, I mean like all fire magic users um, to some extent in this universe, but the other two, one of them does not have like a human weapon, but two of them have like guns. And so you see Iroh get out of the car and as he is getting out of the car, they one of them like opens the car door and starts shooting at him over it and you see you see the truck get shot up you see like Iroh get shot and then like things go black and that's that's the vision that you get and so I um as I come back from this vision I relay that to Iroh and I'm like do you have a window in the back or something we can shoot first because you do get a plus one to the situation to to rectify you not getting killed I mean yeah there's (laughs) yeah I mean is is your truck armored no but um I am so <laughs> do you Let's, all have guns now I have a gun I have okay. several guns <laughs> <laughs> Iroh has a lot of guns yes. but if I, I can get close to someone I got new powers that I could touch and that perform. is true but getting close to these folks seems yeah. tricky I'm, I'll tell you what I'll amend my instructions stay in the car but uh, if you see him shoot feel free to shoot back okay so Fox I guess me and you are out this window shooting 
So we just like huddled in the back, like. Yeah, you know how like most trucks have like a little like push window. Yeah, which this one definitely does. Yeah, we'll do that and like have our guns. <laughs> just, like, I mean, you can also just out. shoot out. Yeah. The, it's a busted up truck. You can shoot the back window. Iro won't care. Yeah, but they'll see that coming. And they won't see the guns <laughs> sticking out of the window. So, not like, not no, like we fine. have that's huge fine. guns, but we could like be in the out of the shadows of the trucks. I don't know. Yes, that's fine. Do what you think is best. But Iroh is definitely going to try and... Even with that information, Iroh would feel you obliged... You would still get out? Well, he'd feel obliged to draw their fire rather than risk you two getting shot. So he would definitely do that. How heroic. So I think he would do this. So tumble out. Don't just no, step he, out. No, he's stepping out. Um, he wants to present a deliberate target. But, 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 I think he would... Um, position himself somewhere where he's near like a dumpster or something like that so that if he needs to at a moment's notice he can just pull back and he's behind cover okay so yes given the warning from nancy um you she relays all of that to you i assume very fast uh because otherwise like because these people are getting out of the car like as we speak sure um they are like pulling up behind you and starting to get out of the car or like starting to open their door i guess as nancy the timing isn't super important. I, but you jump out, yes, and there's like there as trash cans was or described. something. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to use a move. Okay. I'd like to use a hunter move. Okay. Woo-hoo! Yes. I'm gonna use book learning. Okay. When you see a when you encounter a supernatural creature, roll with mind on a hit. Uh, you will learn a bit about it and how it can be killed, uh, and then other stuff if I roll good. Okay. So here's. Hoping we roll good. Being about to go into combat and choosing Don't book forget, learning you is get a surprising. plus one. Yeah, you do get a plus one. Well, I got a seven. So is that a? That's, that's a hit. Above, okay. above a seven six, to nine is yeah, hit. seven. Seven up is a hit. I um, hit. Tell me how to kill this thing. Um. Yeah. So these are standard fey. They are hard to kill in that like wounds that on a human might be mortal uh, or might be um, a mortal wound would not necessarily be on a fey like if you're talking about like a gut shot or something that would kill them over time but if you like a perfect headshot or a stab in the heart or beheading something like that is gonna kill them so they have a vulnerability to any particular substances iron sweet okay Continue painting a scene with your words. Yes, so there are some trash cans to the side of the truck that you can um, jump you. I'm picturing, like, Nancy tells you what's up real quick and then immediately, like, grabs, draws her weapon and grabs Fox and is, like, whispering instructions to him. And you're probably, I assume you're probably not sticking your head up yet because you don't want to start anything before they start it. Hey, from this far away, can I use Glamour? Or wouldn't it not work on Faye? Or they realized what was going on pretty quickly. You know, you can... So, normally with Fae rolls, you don't roll with the with those moves. Um, for the listeners, since Nancy leveled up, uh, she took some Fae magic moves, uh, which are all related to, like, wild and nature and illusions uh, as something that she learned from the beach people <laughs> for this so that's that's what's uh, that's what we're talking about um so i think from this far away because you're probably like 10 to 15 feet away you can try normally with that move you would not roll but i am going to if you want to try that um you can like I'm, i want it to look like no one got out of the car kind of thing so they can't see us so that maybe iro could have a clear shot once they get out of their car okay um you're gonna roll and you're gonna roll with disadvantage and add your spirit to it okay Seven. Okay, and then roll again. Eleven. Okay, well, you get the seven. So what happens is you um, reach out with your mind and are trying to... Oh, wait, and what downside do you want? The downsides uh, that the, you get... The, so it says when I use any kind of fate power, I um, suffer one harm. That's the one I took because everything else did debt or something. Yeah, so there's we can suffer one harm or it can, like have consequences in the scene um so if you want it to if you want it to have like mixed consequences in the scene we can do that or you can take the one harm i'm gonna suffer the one harm to give iroh an advantage mark that on your sheet mark your one harm is there any sort of indication to iroh that this has happened i don't think so so what happens is like nancy reaches out with her mind and fox notice nancy like start shaking with strain and get like a little bit of a nosebleed and you reach out with your mind and you're trying to like wrap 
the minds of these three other people, these Fae, in an illusion. And it's, like, not quite sticking. It feels like trying to, like, attach one slick thing to another slick thing. It just keeps sliding off. And... As you, as they are getting out of the car, um, what like Fox or Iroh would see is as they are getting out of the car, they're kind of like, like they stop for a moment. So basically you buy Iroh like a moment. Um, you are not going to be, they can tell that they are like something from happening. a meta perspective. Yeah. From a meta perspective, they can tell that something is up. They are not like completely fooled, but like you do buy Iroh a moment. So what are you going to do? So are they like in attack formation? Are they very clearly like piling out of the car with the intention to start shooting or are they just intimidating? They are very clearly piling out of the car with the intention to start shooting. Okay. Um, what Nancy saw in her vision was that they would like... So it's just playing out exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, they are still getting out of the car. One of them is in the... Pro- well, actually, two of them are in the process of drawing their weapons and are starting to fix them. But as, the as they draw their weapons, instead of firing immediately, you see them kind of like shake off their... like you know, you know yeah. Kind of taken aback and sure. that gives you a moment... Sure. And the magic user that was starting to the the primarily a magic user that was starting to like build energy around them, they were starting to glow like a bright white um, that sort of like dissipates for a moment, and they have to like refocus. And are okay, to uh, Iro will pull out his um, cold iron pistol and take aim at the magic user. All right, Let's take a shot. All right, roll plus blood. Ugh. Oh no. Yeah. Yes, that's a mere six. Oh, fucking A. With yep. the plus one? No. Okay, actually, yeah. Did you add the extra plus one for acting on Nancy's vision? No, no, I didn't. It's a seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was very concerned Everyone about Everyone gasps and, like, clinches their it's heart. It's fine. Everything's fine. You, so on a, on a seven to nine, what happens is that you get to, you inflict harm. Love uh, it. And I do that. Yes. You can either inflict terrible harm or take something from them. And you also have to choose one of the below, which is they inflict harm on you or you find yourself in a bad spot. I am going to take something from them and find myself in a bad spot. Okay. Do you have something in mind for taking something from them or? Life. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was very deliberately taking aim at the spellcaster. Yeah. more so than eliminating them, I want to interrupt whatever it is that they were doing okay. so that they can't um, pull some shenanigans. Okay. So what happens is you see, so you take aim and you shoot and you hit them in the shoulder and it doesn't kill them. And like from, from your book learning, you know that this is not going to kill them immediately, mm-hmm. but it's the energy dies down again and you can also see like some weird um like a flickering happen around the car cool um there was like some kind of energetic shield around the car and that energetic shield is now down Ah, they're using a glamour to make their car look cool (laughs) i did the opposite they don't really have a tesla so i had an idea for the other one yes so i i had very deliberately like stationed myself next to a dumpster in order to like be able to take cover and i think that after he takes a shot off he like slams himself against the wall of the thing in the hopes of like being blocked from bullets. But the thing was just barely hanging on and it basically just collapses. So he's basically like out in the open where he thought he was going to be in cover. Yes. I like that. That's a good idea. And what do you do, Fox? It's time to summon some demons. All right. Roll 2d6. Okay. You have to explain how this is going to work. Yes. Um, so for the listeners, just like we, we modified, uh, Nancy's character to use some of her corruption moves. We've also allowed other players and we've just kind of come up with our own rules for those corruption. moves. So you will roll, roll 2d6 plus spirit, um, on a success. So on like a seven or above, you get to summon them, um, on a seven, on a mixed success, which is a seven to nine, it will be there will be like some kind of drawback uh i will give you like an option between two things that i'm just gonna make up right now uh different for future and on a fail i get to decide what happens and how it goes spectacularly wrong so great you will roll 2d6 plus spirit good luck seven okay so a seven at least it's partial (laughs) yeah so um you are going to be able to summon them you how many do i get yeah, so that's one Seven. of the things you can get. <laughs> you can um, either you will not be in full control of them, or they will disappear in a very short amount of time, or you only get to summon like two. Which one of those downsides do you want? I mean, more than two. 
We got a lot of people here. It's true. I feel like we might need them for a while. I think I have, I would have partial control over them or just like no control at all. Like they would just show up and like do whatever they want. Partial control. Okay. Like if somebody rolls badly and it, as an example, if somebody rolls badly and a, uh, one of your demonlings is standing near them, they might get bit. Like something like that. How powerful are they? Um, like so, uh, just if someone gets bit, are they going to die? Or they're is not going like, to die, okay. but they will take harm. Okay. Like, I think I'm going to go with that one. Okay. And so, like, how how seems manageable? How many are you envisioning for this? Like, are you envisioning like five or six? Like seven. Seven. Okay. I rolled a seven. Give me seven okay. demons. <laughs> So, um, this is going to be a mess. Seven bait. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were, you were warned. Uh, Go big or go home. Yeah. You like these seven demons, weird creature hybrids, like suddenly pop into existence around the truck. I'm thinking that there's like maybe three on either side. And then one lands in the back of the truck, (laughs) like with this very loud thud and looks around confusingly. Um, do they like appear in a cloud of smoke or do they like fall from the sky? <laughs> like, I'm thinking a little column A, a little column B. Okay. Um, I'm I am open to input, but that's kind of what I had in mind. And so like I'm thinking like like three of these are flying creatures. Since we're going for more of like an old Greek, Sumerian, etc. kind of demon versus like strictly Judeo-Christian demon. I'm thinking like that some of these look almost like little satyr people and one of them is like some kind of fly or like I said, several of them are some kind of flying creature like flying goats, some kind of a flying snake with like a bitey face. I don't know. It's... (laughs) As opposed to As opposed to a non-bitey face. Are you, do you just like point and go like, hey, go at it. Bad. Kill. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. This fight scene just got real weird. So they yeah, That's they what I'm um, here for. <laughs> I think you'd be well within your uh, uh, rights to say that they have summoning sickness and get a turn next round. Yeah, so I, yeah, probably I'm thinking that they probably don't like immediately descend, um, but like they're confused like, about how they got there. Yeah. <laughs> but there are more targets for the gun wielding fey now. Yeah. They were at the gun wheel and the gun wielding fey are Quite shocked, I imagine. Yes. Imagine how Iro feels. <laughs> <laughs> You're just standing there in this alley, and suddenly there's three small goat people next uh, to you. Uh, I'm not ready to go. <laughs> With sharp teeth. Don't take me. <laughs> oh man. So uh, and, and again, do does this like for Iro? I've never seen this before. No, but does this like make all your suspicions about? Do you immediately think it's Fox's doing? I had doing? no visual cue that Fox had anything to do with this. Okay. For all yeah, he I knows, maybe the. So, fae. and when he said go, do I just look at him and be like, those are yours? <laughs> uh, How does yeah. this all happen? <laughs> it's my gang. Um, am I still in my like vision shock or am I like. No. Fully. You're, you're back to... Okay, so I tried. Um, I'm going to aim at one of them with my gun. Okay, roll plus blood. Which I have none. I got a six. Okay, so that is a fail. Do I completely you're... miss? But I get a, I get a point, right? You yes, do you get do a point. get a point. Okay, so on a fail, what happens is um, you shoot. Uh, the shot goes wide. The shot goes wide and you immediately blow a hole through one of the wings of the demonlings, <laughs> which like falls. It's still it's still moving towards them. It's not like dead, dead. But you have injured one of the injured one of the demonlings instead of injuring the fae. Thanks. And, and Fox is like, I literally just <laughs> literally just got them here. Um, and uh, one of the fae returns fire at you. And you take a shot in the shoulder, so mark uh, a harm. Yes. So now you're at two out of five, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I believe brings us back to Iroh, who is standing in the alley with mysterious creatures. Do do these folks still look dazed, or are they recovering? Um, They're moving towards the other fae. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how to make no, this No, I meant the Fae. They were, oh, the Fae? Were, yeah, no, they've mostly recovered and they're starting to return fire now. Okay. Like, they were taken aback by the demons, but um, okay. are firing, trying to... And what is them. the spellcastery kind of guy doing? Or is he just tending um, his wound? Yeah, so, no, he's got out of the... He 
I don't he's, remember he's still if I in clarified. It. Yeah, he. I. I don't remember if I clarified, but before when you hit him, I had pictured that he was in the back of the car. Like he's now oh, out, got I out see. of the car and is um, like chanting and um, starting to glow again. Okay, I will shoot at him again. Okay, that's better. And no pluses from Nancy this time around. Yeah, I Wait. think until this during this fight scene, everyone gets a plus one oh, because of that, the vision. Then that is a ten. Okay, so cool. uh, this again, of course, is with the cold iron weapon. Yes. So, um, you are you shooting to kill? I'm assuming. Yes, absolutely. Also, this is a two harm weapon. I should mention. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you on a ten, that's a complete success. So you uh, shoot the magic person in the head with and a bullet. with the bullet with the with the cold iron pistol yep. and they go down like a sack of rocks All right. uh, and their companions do not look pleased okay. as one would imagine um so g- given that his cover has sort of disintegrated he uh that is iro is actually going to move closer to the back of the truck to try and position himself in front of the line of fire to okay. stop incidents like Nancy getting shot in the shoulder. Okay. Oh, Iroh's such a good boy. That, that I believe that brings us to Fox. Uh, what what are you what are you doing? Are you? I think that the demon the demonlings are going to like act on your. I, I mean, we don't like technically have a strict initiative, but this definitely makes it a lot easier. So they are going to act on your turn. And um, what are you doing? Uh, mostly huddling in the back of the truck. <laughs> okay, um, in that case, so I'm going to have you roll for your demonlings attack. Okay. Just roll 2d6 plus blood. Yeah, I would try to shoot someone, but I'm afraid that I would get a low <laughs> roll, and I've already got the... Oh. Oh, no. Well, you'll get some experience points. Oh, you got a three? I got a three. Oh, honey. Um, <laughs> so... It's bound to happen sooner or later. Hey. So mark XP. Yeah, don't forget to mark XP. Uh, so on a... Th- God damn. Uh, okay, so on a three, um, the <laughs> one that was... <laughs> that was my punishment. Okay, okay, okay. Just a suggestion. Fox pointed in a direction and said, kill. Yeah. And then think- Iroh moved in that path. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, so... The one that had been previously shot by Nancy on accident um, takes a killing blow and like poofs. I don't know. I don't know if this is like an aversion to gore, but I'm imagining that these things just like poof when they're done. Um, so it poofs. So you're down to six. Um, one it of them poops. takes a running leap at Iro and is like trying to attack Iro badly um like probably i imagine they take like a chomp at you and your duster gets most of it no so, sorry um, like bougainvilleas so and then um in quick succession two more are shot by shot and poofed by the fey so we now have what is that three so four three still trying to attack the fey one attacking iroh and then two Fae still standing. What does Nancy do? Where are the Fae now? They are still standing on either side. You know that action movie thing where people open the car doors and they're shooting over them? They're doing that. Okay. So they're not real close. No, they're probably like 10, 15 feet away. Seven. No, eight. Eight. Oh, I can't math. You inflict harm. You, you get a choice between inflicting terrible harm or taking something from them. Um. Well, Nancy has a certain code of ethics which she tries not to kill anyone even if they're trying to kill her so um she's just gonna try to inflict some damage okay um mark xp because by not killing this person you're hindering the mission um so you are adhering to your ethical code uh, so you get an xp for that and take something from them i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot at their hand and try to knock the gun out of their hand <laughs> yeah no that makes sense um yeah so uh you knock the gun out of their hand and you on a seven to nine you also have to choose one out of they inflict harm on you or you find yourself in a bad spot i i will say i find myself in a bad spot like i i put myself kind of out in the open trying to aim for this yeah shot. that's what i was thinking you like are a little overzealous and trying to take this shot and wind up like hanging half out of the window <laughs> while fox is hiding in the cab of the truck <laughs> and you you do manage to shoot the gun out of one of their hands but um, as i do this i like fall into the bed of the truck yeah and, and like were... leave myself wide open <laughs> yes yes it's true that's exactly what happens what 
What are you? I think it's your turn, Iroh. Sweet. You are, you've got a... Iroh, he's struggling to not get murdered by this bat-winged goat that's landed on him. And the thud in the back of the uh, truck catches his attention. And he's glaring that way. And he rustles around in his fanny pack and pulls out uh, an enormous uh, hunting knife. Um, and yelling back at Nancy, he says, I said, stay in the car! <laughs> And she tries to shove the knife up into the head of this uh, demonling that's grappling with him. Okay. Snake eyes. Oh my god! Shit! Take an XP. Point. I get experience points <laughs> yeah, for you, my cool line. You do. <laughs> you do. I you, did it. You do. Um. Cool. 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 <laughs> so, this is happening. Yep. So right. Yeah. So um, you are going to. Yep. You, Lay it on me. The the one that is still the Fae that is still actively armed. Man, with Snake Eyes, that's a real bad roll. Okay, yes, so it is. <laughs> literally the worst. Literally the worst. Um, I'm in there. <laughs> so uh like father like son. <laughs> <laughs> the the one that Nancy had just disarmed mm-hmm. um, manages to pick up their gun again and is firing somewhat wildly. Uh, they managed to shoot another one of the demonlings, so I believe we're now down to two two that are not attacking you, plus the one that's attacking you. Uh-huh. The other demon or the other fae um, shoots you. You get a non lethal like shot. You know, um, arm, leg, something. <laughs> <laughs> Just a cosmetic wound, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, why don't so you're gonna take one harm from that, and then if you can, the demon is still the demon laying is still chomped onto you. So if you can mark like a half tally or something, so that it's like one and a half harm, because you know the demon biting you is not as bad as a gunshot wound. But you're it? you're in a, it's it's not. I yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, we summon them to deal with these things i would I assume mean, that they were pretty bad okay take two take the a whole other harm right. so yeah right. i feel like you really didn't have to argue that point <laughs> i mean what's the point in summoning a gang of demons if they only deal a half uh, stroke of harm each i'm looking out for you here so thank you so fox it's um it's your turn what are so yes would you consider demons that are control <laughs> that are controlled by me to be demonic weapons. Um, maybe, what are you angling for? Well, if I take up the role as demon myself, uh, one of the things that I can choose is a plus on demonic weapons. What it actually is, is that it's like, it gives you a demonic weapon. Um, well, shit. So, yeah, so like, that's like, that's like you take demon form and you get like plus demonic, so you get like, um, hand, like, like your hands turn into weapons or something. Some you get some kind of magical thing going on. Okay. I was gonna try to like up their harm, but it wouldn't have worked very well considering one's still attached to Iroh. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> true. That is good looking out for your buddy there. Yeah. <laughs> well then um I am going to try to cover Nancy with my handgun. Okay, um roll two D six plus blood. Seven. Okay, um, so uh, you get to either inflict terrible harm or take something from them. What are my options to take from them? I think you could disarm them, uh, incapacitate the vehicle so that they don't have like a getaway car. Those are the only two things that come to mind for me. I'm open to Can I take their sight? Can you... <laughs> <laughs> wow. You could just inflict terrible harm and... I will do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. I think Fox is really just trying to continue his streak of shooting people in the head and not yes. killing them, but causing incredibly horrible things to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like. Um, and then taking bo- a page out of uh, Charlie's book there. Let's just shoot him in the eye. <laughs> yeah. Charlie, I, th- I kind of worry about Charlie. <laughs> he is a violent young man. <laughs> Are we having this conversation? We're in the totally of the having this conversation in the like, middle of this fight. I, I, so here's 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 an interesting thing, though. Um, you have a shotgun. You can't really shoot someone's no, no, no. eye out. Like, he, got, he got a pistol. I do. Oh. I have a handgun as well. Okay, so we're yes. using this with the uh, Beretta. Um, I picked one up. Yeah, when, okay. when he oh, and I okay. encountered yes. the gray coats. Oh, it was a while ago, yeah. We grabbed okay. the gray coats uh, 
I, I don't know if it was a Beretta. I think it was more like a Desert Eagle or something like that. Yeah, I just yeah. have it All written down handgun. Yeah, so, so it's I've, two harm. It's a two harm yeah. weapon. It's big. Like, bigger than Fox should reasonably be able to control. But also, it turns out you have a shotgun this entire time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he left it at the speakeasy. Okay. Yeah. It's, like, right. it's okay. like mounted on the wall in his yes. apartment. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So you. Oh, and the other thing that you have to choose is they inflict harm on you or you find yourself in a bad spot. I, I'll take the harm. Okay. So um, you, like... Get into the window and you shoot. Do you shoot the guy who was already injured or the other guy? Are they both shooting at Nancy or like? Because my goal here is to like keep yeah. Her safe. No, um, I, they're like at the, they're taking shot. They're like sort of alternating between like Nancy Iro and the demonlings. Such um, gentlemen here trying to protect the one lady. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then I'll just I'll go for the one that's already been harmed. Okay. So with that, um, the one that's already been harmed, you take a shot at them and um, you, yeah, you get them. It's another head wound. Uh, they go down uh, like a sack of rocks and there is just the one person, uh, the one person left um, who is starting to be pretty badly outnumbered uh, with <laughs> the two, two demons going at it and also yeah uh so they this the 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 one that's remaining is like clearly trying to look for an out um so you all will get the opportunity to try and stop them from leaving but they are like trying to get back in the car um and fighting off the demonlings in the process and i believe it is your turn nancy i'm gonna try to shoot the car (laughs) (laughs) all right Try to like blow out a tire or something so that it's useless. Nine. A nine. Okay. Um, well, I think that that would be choosing one, which is taking something from them. So you uh, blow out the tire on the car, and you also, they inflict harm on you, or you find yourself in a bad spot. Because I don't know how much of a bad spot I could be in. I'm already kind of out in the open. You could get a demonling on you. <laughs> you could get a demonling on you. This guy could, like, take you hostage. I mean, you can also take the one harm. I'm just saying, there's options. I always have so many options. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm already down two harm. Let's see. Oh, yeah, at what point does it start to get critical? Like, uh, it's at four. Okay. Um, so, how about I just find myself in a bad way and you go from there? <laughs> You stand up in the back of the truck and, like, run to try and get the shot. And in the process, you, like, fall and, like, roll towards the car. And the person takes that, um, the Faye takes that opportunity to, like, jump back out of the car. And they grab you and have their gun pointed at your head. And are like, you got, like, stop, stop shooting and call your creatures off or the lady gets it. Your turn, Iroh. Sweet. Here is what Iroh is going to do. Iroh is going to... He's still grappling like crazy with his demon lane. Hey. Poor boy. And um, I think what he's going to do is he's going to drop the knife and try and lay both hands on this thing and like spin and throw it. Oh, at, I like it. At this uh, Faye and Nancy to try and decouple the two of them from the, the situation that they're in. Is Fox up next? Yes. Fox, do you want to um, issue an order or something like that to yeah. let me roll? Yeah, you can roll with roll links. plus links. Yeah, because this is not a this is not a good time for things to go wrong. Yes. Uh, so, so yeah. try and exert control over it or something like that. Yeah, you can roll at least pluses. to try and get it to stop attacking me. Or could he like go over and try to help you throw him? Well, yeah, uh, it doesn't. So he'll just roll plus he'll roll two d six plus links um, with. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm my to brain broke. What for... this looks like. I, I'm just yeah. trying. I think rather than have Fox take like an entire turn, it's more like what something that they could do from their yeah. position. Oh, he's thing. yelling out the window. Yeah, he's yelling it. out the window like, no, let go, leave it. Did you learn anything in obedience school? Okay, so I get plus links with. Um, yeah, so uh, you Fox roll two six. Yeah. Um, okay, go ahead. Seven plus whatever your links with um, eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's a plus one forward to whatever you took. Spectacular. And I'm rolling with blood because it's a physical move. Yeah. 
Okay, then in that case, I got a 13. Okay, uh, yeah, so with the 13, you... Do that. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> you do that. Uh, you take this this creature, you manage to like rest it off of you, throw at the fox shouts, leave it. These things are probably not very smart, and it kind of does a huh? And during that like split second when its jaw is not clamped on you, you manage to throw it at this fey and... Um, Hit the fae in the face, I guess. Sure, that yeah. sounds that sounds reasonable. Yeah, and the fae staggers backwards. Nancy like falls forward, and it is now your turn, Fox. What do you want to do? Nancy's now out of the way. Yes, I, she's she's still so like the way it is right now is there's the truck. You're in the truck. Iroh's at the end of the truck, at the end of the bed of the truck, and Nancy is between Iroh and the fae, who is like right here, and their car is right here. This, this diagram that I just drew in the air for you. <laughs> Very thorough. Okay. Can I get rid of the demons and do something else at the same time? Or, like, are they just there? Um, Basically, I want to, like, run up to him and, like, aim my gun at him and see okay. if I can get him to, like, Yeah, chill. you can do that. Okay. Um, if you, and if you're wanting the demons to dissipate, yeah, I think at this point... There's only one guy left. Like, there's Yeah, there's really... only one guy left, so yeah. they all... And that one just got thrown at him, so they poof um i'm like fuck this noise <laughs> i didn't come here to be treated like this and sorry yeah. guys the demonlings poof and you run up and i guess that's gonna be that'll be blood okay so roll 2d6 plus oh blood. wait are you trying to shoot him in the face or just put your gun in his face just put my gun in his face. oh okay um in that case do you say anything like you're trying to intimidate this guy into behaving right stop I- put your hands up <laughs> Okay, so that is going to be a persuade an NPC, which is through seduction, promises, or threats. So roll with heart. I'll seduce him. <laughs> Do that. I want to see this happen. <laughs> Please don't. Eight. Eight. Okay. Is that with the plus one? So he's kind of into me. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Only kind it's a of. mixed success. <laughs> uh, uh, so not my first choice. But. He. Um, he Stops, like put the, does his hands up in the gesture, but doesn't drop the the gun. And he says, "Listen, you you and your friends need to stop looking into this this missing person's nonsense. You need to stop it. You need to forget about it, or this is gonna be this is gonna be the least of your problems." Well, you need to stop trying to kill us. No. Yes. <laughs> so at that response like what are what are you two doing while this is playing out so am i near that person yeah you were like you were almost you were as close to them as uh foxes i'm going to inflict another piece of harm to myself and use wither and um grab them by the ankle and cause them three harm like so that they get down on their knees they still have a gun in their hand worthwhile Uh, yeah yeah but I mean, they're in shooting pain now. Yeah. Well, and this is not something you have to roll for, right? No. Because it's a magic move. Yeah. So um, so they say that, um, you know, they tell you that, yeah, and then uh, you grab their ankle. Um, they hit the ground. And he's not, like, dead, but he's not in good shape. Um, the, like, universal sign of magical damage in, in, this, in, this, in this city seems to be a nosebleed. And he, like, yeah, gets a nosebleed and is, like, screaming um clutching his head and is not talking anymore he's not threatening he's in pretty bad shape he's not dead but he's not in good shape well i had this under control (laughs) he still had a gun in his hand yes and he has dropped the gun and what is iroh doing for all of this wait he has or he hasn't dropped the gun he has dropped the gun okay all right if he's dropped the gun then i think iroh is going to collect it but then he's going to uh, get into their car and start looking for some form of like identification or anything that can tell me who these people are and why they're interested in us. Okay, that I believe that's going to be an assess, so roll with mind. Nine. So you get to ask one of those questions. Okay, I'm going to ask who or what is in control here and what potential complication do I need to be wary of? You only get one of those questions. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, um, so which of those? Who or what is in control here? Who are these people? You see as you're sifting through the... I'm trying to think of like where this would be because sure. they have a group name, but like... So this this can be the, the sort of thing where I find something that is a lead that I follow up on later. You know, it's yeah. not like 
there's a business card of the evil organization that they're a part of yeah. just sitting there in the dash. Yeah. So I'm thinking, yeah, well, that's kind of what I was thinking is it's like there's, um, there are certain, there's an insignia scrawled on like a notebook that's sitting in the passenger seat. Okay. Um, and if you want to, and you can just like grab the notebook yeah, if I'll you want. Yeah, I 100% grab that. Yeah. So there, and okay. there's an insignia in some kind of magical language. Yeah. Um, that is on that. I grab notebook. that and the keys if they're still in the ignition. Okay. Okay. As you are doing that, the person uh, starts to he starts to recover his composure, and he says, "I'm I'm telling you, uh, this is like you need to you need to drop this investigation. This is not going to end well for you." Uh, and do you guys do anything? Why, Fox Fancy? I'm I, I'm there. I want to know more. So yeah, I asked him like, why. Why? Yeah, I, I definitely at this point also have kicked the gun away from him. And no, like, I collected he, it. Yeah, he okay, okay, it. he collected. Okay, yeah, somebody was on it. Don't worry. I was just like, wait, hold on. Uh, he says, "It's you don't know what you're you don't know what you're messing with. This is not it. It won't end well for you. You think that this? You think that being followed and shot at in an alley is bad? You don't you don't know what you're messing with, and this is this is not going to end well for you. Well, you want to tell us who we're messing with?" Why would I do that, though? Well, I don't know. You're the one telling us we don't know. Maybe you could help by explaining. As you are trying to coerce this bad guy into helping by explaining, you notice that their skin is starting to turn a particular... Their skin is like... They're starting to get like that black vein effect that's like the universal, oh, this person has been poisoned or something. You notice that... Magical cyanide? Yeah, Basically, they, this person, you know, they're fey. Um, they have an iron blade on them and uh, got iron in their bloodstream and they're being poisoned. And they, as they are starting to like shake uh, and do their whole like gross dying thing, they say like, just you like stop, stop with this inv- investigation if you know what's good for you. And then they're like, That's I feel like people noise. have been less than helpful today. <laughs> He was oddly dedicated to his cause. Yeah, seems pretty important to him. Huh. I mean, I guess it's good to have values, but, uh, hmm. You all right? I'll make it. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, y'all fine, are, I'm like, fine. not looking great. We're huh? all Nancy's kinds of fucked three up. three harm. You're at... I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Fox is, like, fine, right? You don't have any harm, do you? I hid in the truck. <laughs> I do have one harm. I'll tell you. I'll this tell you. fucking badass demon guy hiding <laughs> in the truck. Hey, I had my demon friends come and help out. I didn't need to I'll do anything I'll tell you what, I've, I've encountered many a fae in my time. I've never seen them summon horrible creatures like that. Where do they come from? How did they do that? I thought I took out their spellcaster real quick. Well, <laughs> they were mine. Come again? Wait, you can summon demons? Where is this coming from? Well, see, I have a gang of demons... <laughs> That's a bad crowd to be running with, boy. We're gonna lead you. <laughs> Not into- really my choice at this point. Oh. I've, I've I've ended up in this. Well, and I'm just going I used with to it. be like you. <laughs> I used to think I didn't have a choice either. But uh, you know what? That's Actually, let's get these bullets out of our sh- respective shoulders, and then we can do this talk. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're having this conversation. You're just like. You pull out the other end of this alley and leave, like, the 1920s no, Tesla. No, actually. So, actually, I was wondering about that. Yeah, I was, um, too. I think we should clean this up a tiny bit. Man, I should have cut the demons around. <laughs> so clean they up could for us. eat the bodies? Oh, I was thinking clean them <laughs> up, but that works, too. I'm not terribly sure what uh, we should do with this vehicle just yet, but I don't think we should leave it here. Kid, you think you can drive this thing, right? pretty familiar most likely ira throws in the keys and starts hauling what's left of these bodies um into the trunk of the larger vehicle all right just uh just follow me and uh let's take it back do you guys um do you go straight to the speakeasy or do you go to the anarchist bar first i think we're going to the speakeasy Uh, to drop off our ill-gotten goods uh, uh, the bodies? <laughs> I was about to we say, yeah, what are we the doing with these bodies the in this car? I, uh, well, I don't want to bring them to our speakeasy if somebody else is watching us. I feel like that might attract some unwanted attention. Okay. But then, what, are you going to dump them in the river? I haven't worked that out yet, okay. but I don't think we should have left them in the alleyway. No, that's no, all. that's, that's fair. All. I was just curious. But I think also not having them at the speakeasy is a reasonable precaution so we can park them um, near Iroh's apartment. 
No, it's he's he's Part taking it on. He'll put himself at risk. That's, no problem. Yeah, that's okay. Um, uh-huh. I mean, are we keeping the bodies? No, no. But you no. do have several <laughs> bullet wounds to take care of. Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, you go. Yeah. So we you, just throws a tarp over it, and then all right, now we can take care of ourselves. Okay. So you show I'll up. Deal with the, it later. Yeah, you show up at the speakeasy. Uh, you walk in the door, and Dolores says, "God damn, what did you guys get up to now?" Bandages first. Lectures later. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think a, a simple bandage is going to cut it this time. Let's let's get you all in the back room and get this get this sorted. Do you think that when the demons poof, they leave residue? Maybe. Do you mean like philosophically? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like I will certainly never be the like, same. Like if a ma- <laughs> like if a magic user goes into that alley, could they sense that demons were there? Like yes, did they leave very- some, some sort kind of like energetic residue? Not necessarily visible, but probably. I was imagining more like we're all covered in some kind of green ectoplasm. Yes. <laughs> you're probably you're probably none of you are clean anyway. Okay, okay, been- hear me out though. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> what if so these are these are like slightly a part of Fox and his sort of creation. So what if they like it's whatever he imagines it to be? Uh-huh. So when they poof it's like a ball of glitter. <laughs> yes. That's okay. 100%. Yes. Yes. So happens. you're covered in blood and glitter. Perfect. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Dolores hustles you into the back room and starts to clean De- you up. glitter fly. <laughs> yeah. This is going to take forever. Blood and glitter. Yeah. And I think that scene. Yeah. Um, 100%. Okay. Yes. So we the Good camera game. fades out on... Dolores cleaning up blood and glitter off of all of you and pulling bullets out of your shoulders to package you up. Starting there's like some- a trail through the speakeasy. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, there's some, there's some of the customers who are brand new, who haven't seen this before and they're gawking. And then everybody else is like, nah, like it's Tuesday, whatever. Um, and we fade out on that. Thank you for listening to Serendipity City. All of our player and cast information is in the show notes, along with the link to our community discord and other social media. Want to get an NPC named after you? In addition to becoming a patron, you can now also be entered in the NPC name lottery by tagging us on Twitter with a tweet about the show or by writing a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts and tweeting a screen cap at us. Don't forget to check out the Patreon to get sneak peeks, behind-the-scenes content, and other bonus stuff. If you're curious about those bonuses, make sure to take a look at the link in the description and also on our site at serendipitypod.com. Many thanks to patrons like Melody Burton and Ed Goforth for making it possible for me to spend more time on this. We're playing a combination of The Sprawl by Hamish Cameron and Urban Shadows by Andrew Medeiros and Mark Diaz Truman, with a few things added in here and there from Dungeon World by Sage Latora and Adam Cobalt to fill in any gaps. All of these are hacks of Apocalypse World. Sound effects and music were a combination of public domain and free to use, with a full track list in the episode description and battle bards. Our next episode should go up on October 23rd, but might go up on the 30th. Keep an eye on Twitter for updates on the release date. And if you're enjoying the show, please consider rating and reviewing or telling a friend about us. That's the only way we can find new listeners. Thanks again for listening and have a great day. Podcast Advocate.network. Network.